Uh, happy Tuesday, everybody, and happy Valentine's Day from everyone here at Prime Sports World. Uh, today, uh, you're probably all doing Valentine's Day. Well, let me get that back on the stream. Uh, you know, happy Valentine's Day, and today we're going to talk about, you know, a different kind of gift, uh, NFL awards. Uh, these teams have earned those. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit of the breakdown, a little bit of analysis. Uh, please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. And if you do happen to miss this live, you can also catch us on a myriad of streaming platforms uh, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, and uh, iHeartRadio. Um, so keep an eye out for that content. I'll share the link to that as well. Uh, also, I'm going to share the StreamYard link into all of the places. So if you want to join us and talk the NFL, you're more than welcome to do so. Uh, but please have knowledge of the league uh, before you join the show. Uh, Izzy, man, happy, Izzy, happy, um, happy, happy Valentine's Day, man. Happy Tuesday. How are happy, you, Happy Valentine's Day, ladies and gentlemen. Um, couldn't, um, you know, be more glad to spend my Valentine's Day on the show yeah. talking about the NFL awards, baby. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, let's just, yeah, we're going to break down every single award. We're going to talk about why that player won. Uh, if we have any grievances with any of the awards, uh, just a small spoiler here. Yeah. I got no problems with any, every single player that won the award, I think was pretty well deserving. Absolutely. Absolutely. Patrick Mahomes, MVP. Um, DPOY Nick Bosa. Um, off, uh, Godly. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. So, yeah, you know? please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. And yeah, I have shared the link to the streaming platform. So, check that out as well. Uh, I'm David Huffman right there as the CEO of Prime Sports World, Mr. Israel Vera. Let's get into the content. Let's not waste any time. Uh, let's talk about the NFL awards. Uh, first of all, most valuable player, Patrick freaking Mahomes. By the way, Fun fact, uh, while I was doing the research for this video, I found out that all of the awards in the National Football League are the same. Like, they look the same? They look, they look the same. Like, you know, in the NBA, <laughs> like, all, all of the awards for the NBA all look different. They have different people on them. The NFL right. awards are literally the exact same award. They just get – like, I, I was shocked. Like, legitimately just shocked that, they, like, they didn't have, like, a That's, custom a custom MVP, a custom Coach of the Year award, a custom – like, me cheap. It's giving me cheap vibes, David. Yeah, true. Like, giving me cheap <laughs> <laughs> the, NBA, the NBA has no problem spending money, but the NFL, they're like, nah, we're not spending that money. We're going to put we ain't spending that money. We're going to put right, in exactly. our pockets. Patrick <laughs> 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 um, yeah, Mahomes led the league with 41 touchdown passes this year. Uh, basically, he was awesome down the stretch. Um, you know, Jalen Hurts is the only guy that probably had any kind of real argument for this award. Um uh, just a quick shout out. Jack Prescott did win uh, Walter Plate Man of the Year, uh, but that will not be discussed on this particular show. Uh, but Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and Justin Jefferson were the guys in the running. But I think the right guy won this award. Joe Bur Patrick Mahomes had a fantastic season. Is he? Oh, I'm here. Yeah, I think I lost. Con I think we lost connection there for a quick second. Um, yeah. Sorry about that. Um, yeah. No. Patrick Mahomes, like I said, from the top, well-deserving. I think uh, Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen came second and third, respectfully. Uh, yep. And they each got a first-place vote. <laughs> it's probably an Eagles fan and a Bills fan. Uh, no, probably <laughs> their Eagles sports writer and the and the in the. Uh, yeah, that's all, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Eagles sports right. writer and the Bills sports <laughs> writer. Yeah, not uh, well, you know, yeah, whatever. You know, you know what I mean. So, um, so yeah, no, Patrick Mahomes had an excellent. Uh, regular season. I mean, he capped it off with a Super Bowl win, right? 
and yeah. everybody thought everybody thought that he was going to struggle a little bit with the kind of um, ragtag wide receivers that they kind of gave him, right? Um, with Tyree yeah, Kill. Yeah, I mean, they thought, thought I mean, the, oh, the roster of Hebel of losing a Tyree Kill, you kind of expect the team to regress a little bit. That just didn't happen. Uh, obviously, he didn't get to like the fifty-five touchdown passes this season, but he still had an excellent football season. This season. Oh, he had, um, he had. I think he had probably the best interception, the best touchdown to interception ratio in the league, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, he was like what forty touchdowns, five interceptions, something like that. I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not looking at his stats right now, but it has to be probably one of the best. Him and Daniel Jones have to have like some of the best touchdown to interception ratios this year. Um. Like I said, well deserving. For this I mean, season, 5,250 yards, uh, 41 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, a quarterback rating of 77. All of those were first. All of those were first. Um, so let me say something about Josh Allen and um, Jalen Hurts. Well, let me say something. Jalen Hurts, probably, if there was a most improved player award, he should get all the votes. I agree. For it, first of all, Josh Allen. Very disappointing. He was my front runner for MVP to start the season. He was your front runner for MVP. I think he was a lot of people's front runner for MVP. Yeah. And so for him to finish third, um, for him to not even make the Super Bowl, it, this was a quite this was quite a disappointing season for Josh Allen. I hope he bounces back next year. I still think he can win an MVP one day. Uh, maybe it's next year. Wasn't this year. Patrick Mahomes. Well-deserving young man. 100%. Uh, by the way, best touchdown interception ratio. Actually, uh, Patrick Holmes is. Oof, where, hold on. Uh, for some reason, he's not on this list. Oh, Patrick, Holmes, Pat, Patrick Holmes is fourth, uh, fourth? This, season, okay. this season in touchdown interception ratio. Do you know the three quarterbacks that were ahead of him? Geno Smith, Daniel no. Jones. No. 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 Neither one of those guys? Holy Neither. smokes. Oh, my gosh. I one Jalen Hurts, definitely. Jalen Hurts, definitely. Jalen Hurts, 3.67 touchdowns to every interception he threw. Uh, you will not get the other two guys, I don't think. <laughs> is it that bad? Is it like uh, – yeah, I, I, was, I wouldn't say it's that bad, but Jimmy Garoppolo was second. Uh, he had four touchdowns to every interception he threw this season. Uh, Brock Purdy had 3.25 touchdowns to every interception he threw. Uh, number one so is Jared Goff. Jared Goff? Jared Goff was number one. Uh, 4.14 touchdowns to every interception he threw. Jared Goff had a phenomenal season this year. Like He had a hell of a season, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, hell of a season. If there was a comeback player – this is the comeback player of the year award. I don't even. I don't. Did he get it? I don't know who got it. Who got it? Uh, we'll get into it. We'll find out. We'll get into it. it. Let's do it. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Patrick Mahomes, well deserving of the MVP. Uh, good shout out for him. Really well played this season. Uh, let's move on from most valuable player to the offensive player of the year. We got Justin Jefferson, uh, who had a monster season at the wide receiver position for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, 128 catches, 1800 yards, eight touchdowns, 14.4. Um, Average catch, uh, touchdowns, eighth, eleventh in the league, first in receptions, first in touch in yards. Uh, so this season, <clears throat> Justin Jefferson had a historic year. I mean, in the same breath as Randy Moss and Jerry Rice, well deserving. Yep. If he couldn't get the MVP, he hell, 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 sure should have gotten this one. Um, I don't know who came number two or number three. Do you, do you have the results on that, David? Uh, I will. I will get that right now. Oh Lord, 
because I'm looking it up. I just I just have a list of the results of you know of, of who won it. I don't have like who came second or third. Um, but yeah, Justin Jefferson, phenomenal year, phenomenal year. I mean, he, 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 we talked about it all year. He, he double team, single high, triple team. The guy was automatic. I mean, you put your best corner on him. You put your best slot corner on him. You put uh, it doesn't even matter. It didn't matter what you did with Justin Jefferson. He was still gonna get you know get his numbers. I know he had a couple like pedestrian games, just like one or two this season. Uh, one of them against my Green Bay Packers in Green Bay. But uh, <laughs> I mean, he also had the, he also had that crazy catch uh, go against, against the, the Bills against the Bills. Uh, so Justin Jefferson was the winner. Patrick Mahomes finished second. Jalen Hurts finished third. And Tyreek Hill was fourth when it comes to offensive player of the year. Uh, when you break See? down um, the MVP, um, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and then Justin Jefferson was fifth when it comes. to Oh, the I think Justin Burrow, just just Jefferson should have been ahead of Joe Burrow. But anyways. Um, yeah, I think when, when you look at this award, this has to be given to the the best player, best non-quarterback, in my opinion. I don't necessarily agree with in that. In my opinion. I, I, I think if there's a quarterback that has a phenomenal season, like I thought Jalen Hurts, I actually thought about this when me and TJ did our awards predictions. I actually thought that because I thought Patrick Mahomes was going to win the MVP, I actually would have been okay with Jalen Hurts winning, winning, offensive, this one? Player, winning offensive player of the year. Because... We saw the difference in this offense between when Gardner Minshew was in the off was in the, in, the, in the fold as opposed to when Jalen Hurts. I mean, Jalen Hurts arguably played one of the greatest Super Bowls ever. He just didn't win the game, right? And also, Jalen Hurts is dual threat, so he he's getting it yeah. done on the ground um, and in the air as well. I mean, he had double digit rushing touchdowns again this year. Um, I mean, he had I mean, how many I mean, how many the, rushing touchdowns? I mean, the dude was awesome this season. I, I, yeah, I, he was. And he only played what 13 games? Uh, 14 games? Yeah. 13, 14 games, something like that. Yeah. Phenomenal. But uh yeah, I mean, I don't I don't have a problem with Justin Jefferson getting this award though. No, no, like, me either. I, I, I think he's season. very well, he's very much deserving. But if I had a vote, which I obviously I do not, I would have probably <laughs> given this award to Jalen Hurts. Uh Jalen Hurts rushing touchdowns. He had 13 rushing touchdowns this season. He ran for seven. He, he ran for 760 yards. Uh, he on the passing side of this, he threw for 3,700 yards. He threw for 22 touchdowns. He had six picks. Uh, Jalen Hurts. If we talk about most improved player, yeah, he would have been the most improved player. Oh, by a, lot, by a landslide. Yeah, by a landslide. By a landslide. Hey, in one day you will get a vote, baby. I, 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 we'll see. We'll see. Uh, moving <laughs> on to NFL awards. Let's talk about defensive player of the year, and that went to Nick. Freaking Bosa, uh, who had 41 tackles this season, 18 and a half sacks, and two forced fumbles. Uh, he did not have a pick, but he had 18 and a half sacks, tied for first. Um, actually, that was just first uh, out of defensive players uh, this season. Uh, the voting went down like this uh, for defensive player of the year. Uh, Nick Bosa obviously finished in first. Parsons finished in second, and Chris Jones actually finished in third uh, to round out the uh, NFL honors. And yeah. I mean, Nick Bosa, I don't think there was really a, a big debate about who deserved this award. I think it was pretty much unanimous. It, it, it should have been. Well, how, how many sacks did he have? He led the league in sacks. 18 and, 17 and a half. And a half 18 and a half sacks. I was going to say 17 and a half. 18 and a half sacks. Um, Nick Bosa is, you know. And, and, and he, he missed the game. I mean, if he doesn't miss a game, I mean, he has an opportunity he gets to break. 20 sacks. Yeah, hundred percent. He has an opportunity to break that record if he gets to if he plays one is more it, game. 
Michael Michael Stray is it uh who who's got the records? Michael Strahan. Strahan does. Strahan does. Strahan's got the record. Yeah, nobody's okay. broken that record yet. Oh, man, he'll break it. He will break it. I think he will break it. I mean, somebody's, I think somebody's eventually going to break it. They got an extra game. I think eventually that record will fall. Uh, I'm actually surprised it hasn't fallen already because there have been some players that have been real, real close and just missed it by a couple sacks here or there. Uh, but, yeah, Nick Bosa totally deserving of this honor. Uh, yeah. I, I guess like, yeah. There's not much for me to say. I mean, when you look at when you look at Michael Parsons, I like definitely second best de uh, deserving to win this award as well. Um, when I look at Michael Parsons, he did have a couple couple games where he was a little pedestrian. Every game Nick po Bosa played, he was an all-star. He was a superstar. Yeah, I mean, every 13, single game. 13 and a half sacks. Uh, I think he had a couple of games down the stretch there where he did basically posted no sacks whatsoever. Um, right. That's got to factor in to I mean, well, how, you, how you see Motors. him when it comes to DPOI. I mean, he had yep. a game. So down the stretch, um, you know, down this – yeah, down the stretch, uh, he averaged so he had one and a half sacks in the final six games of the season, and just that's just not going to get it done if you want to win Defensive Player of the Year. And he had a lot of yeah. games we had zero sacks. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine games where he did not record a sack in in the game. Insane, yeah. So, yeah, and Nick Bosa was damn near averaging the sack a game, pretty he, much. He did, he did average a sack a game. Yeah. Pretty much. So, and Chris, and Chris they, Jones had a solid season this year uh, at the defensive tackle position. But I, yeah, I never thought he had a chance, even though he did have 15 and a half sacks quietly at 15 and a half sacks. <laughs> Chris Jones, yeah, definitely. I mean, another another young player, Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, what I'll say about this man, yeah, like Nick I Jones said, is not, Chris Jones has got is pushing 30, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, all I'm saying, he's in. He's he's kind of that's that's right there. Was he twenty eight? Well, how many? He was what? Twenty eight, twenty nine. He's only twenty eight. He's only twenty. He's old. He's younger than I thought he was. Yeah, you, you're like thirty. He's pushing thirty, but he is pushing thirty. I mean, that's kind of he's in his prime. But man, look, I, I, thought, I, thought, I, thought, I, I thought he was in. I had, already had the thirty. I thought he was over. Is 30 he? Years old. You thought he's over thirty? Yeah. He's that. Dude, that is the quietest fifteen. How many said fifteen and a half sacks? Fifteen and a half. Dude, that is the quietest fifteen and a half sacks I've ever in my life in the NFL. I'd like, yeah. like he. It wasn't talked about enough this season. No, sure, <laughs> it literally sure was not, not I mean, talked about enough this season. I mean, um, but yeah, I think, I think he was third in the NFL in sacks. Like that's at the defensive tackle position. That is, that is damn impressive. That's that's Aaron Donald like, and I don't yeah. want to compare him to Aaron Donald because nobody's Aaron Donald. It, it was tied but, for fourth uh, when it comes with fifteen and a half. Like that is that is damn good production out of the defensive tackle position. Like Kudos like they say, that is dynamite, baby. That's dynamite. <laughs> Uh, moving on from Defensive Player of the Year, let's talk about Offensive Rookie of the Year and, and Defensive Rookie of the Year. Both go to Jets. Uh, we had Garrett Wilson, the wide receiver from the New York Jets. Uh, he had a pretty solid season, uh, 83 catches, 1,103 yards, four touchdowns. And uh, the guy was, yeah, the guy was just consistent most of the season. Um I mean, they have a bright future there in New York if they can find somebody to throw them the football. I mean, they, they lose six in a row to wrap up the season. I mean, if you have a more consistent quarterback play, you win a couple of those games and you make the playoffs. Um, yeah, Garrett Wilson had a fantastic season. I have no issues with him winning this particular award. Uh, when it comes to the voting, uh, he was first. Kenneth Walker, the second or the third, was second. And then Brock Purdy actually finished in the top three. Well, let me say this. Garrett Wilson, 1,100 yards, four touchdowns, like you said. He had Zach Wilson. <clears throat> I don't even want to attach another name to Zach Wilson. 
he had Joe Flacco and Mike White throwing him the football. Didn't he, have I the mean, other guy, didn't he have the other guy, too, to throw him some games? I, I don't know. I like don't Stemler, know. Who like, did... Was it Stemler or whatever? He threw some passes for the Jets this season. <laughs> did he? I don't know. I, 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 really, I really don't know. But those other three main guys, and you know what? I'll say this. He looked – um, Garrett Wilson looked way more com- – out of all three quarterbacks, he looked so comfortable with, like, Joe Flacco throwing him the football. True. Like every I mean, time that, Joe Flacco was I mean, playing, that, that, that game they came back and beat uh, the Dolphins, or no, I don't remember. They they game the, the Cleveland Browns in week number two. That game that he came back and won that game, he played out of his mind in that game. He did, and Joe and what was it? Joe Flacco was the quarterback. Joe Flacco. And so and so yeah, he every time Joe Flacco was in the game, uh, I mean, he, throwing the football. Like it looked like he was like super comfortable, but it kind of really didn't matter, right? It's kind of like the DeAndre Hopkins um, thing, right? It's like it doesn't matter who is the Arizona Cardinals quarterback, DeAndre Hopkins is gonna get the ball, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's just it's just like that. Garrett Wilson, he's an amazing talent. Now let me talk about Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker, if he would have started the season as the number one running back, he probably could have pushed a lot more to get to win this award. He had yeah. a fantastic season. Especially yeah, one, like one thousand, one thousand fifty yard, fifty yards, nine touchdowns, um, and that's that's factoring in the fact that he missed a few games down the stretch. He missed a quarter of the season. Yeah, I mean, he missed fifteen games down. The, he missed a couple games down the stretch. Yeah, he missed. So, I mean, he missed. He missed the first two, right? First two or three games because uh, no, yeah, first like one or two games because of the abdominal injury, if I'm not mistaken. Well, no, he played in those games. He just he was active. Did he play? For, he was active for those games, but he did not see the did not actually see the field. Like his he didn't first, see the field. so his first three games of the season, he combined for uh, was this fifteen carries for, uh, and, for, and that's when Rashad Penny was the number one guy before he went for like down sixty yards. So he had sixty yards on, on on eleven on fifteen carries to start the season. Um, he gets Rashad Penny gets injured in that game against New Orleans. His carries after that game. 21, 23, 18, 26, 10, 14, 3. That's the game where he got hurt. Uh, to a game where he came back and got hurt, 12, and then 26, 23, and 29 to wrap up the season in a game where they mm. beat the Rams. And he just was awesome, especially down the stretch. 114 yards in week number 17, 133 yards in week number 16, 107 yards in week number 15 against the Kansas City Chiefs. And it's like they were just giving him the ball more and more down the stretch here, um, yeah. you know, as the season wind down. Um, you know, to help out Gino. But, uh, yeah, uh, Kenneth Walker as well deserved. I mean, if he would have played the whole season, I think he would have pushed to win this award. Who who was third, you said? Uh, Brock Purdy uh, for the Ah, uh, Brock Purdy. Yeah, and then, and, then, and then Brock Purdy. I mean, he literally saved the 49ers season. I mean, at, nobody really expected what he was going to bring to the table. Um, I think people like that are, like, fans of him from, like, Iowa State college football fans. They, they saw, you know, this guy was a 68% completion percentage passer at college. Well, that kind of translated to the NFL um, in a way because Mike Shanahan, what is he? He doesn't want his you know quarterbacks he wants them to play it safe, throw the intermediate throws, find his weapons. He doesn't have to do too much. He doesn't have to throw deep like that. Brock Purdy doesn't yeah. have the strongest of arms, and uh, Brock Purdy's just a winner. And so uh, down the stretch, what? How many games did Brock Purdy play? What seven, uh, eight, nine, eight, nine? Like I think he only played four games. I don't. I don't. I don't know. But yeah, he was very good down the stretch. Oh, he played more. He played more than four games. He played. He six. played at least six or seven, something like that. 
Yeah, but he 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 looked he looked really good. He looked real comfortable in that offense. And um, God, league. I mean, who 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 was four for fifth? I, I'm assuming Chris Olave. Brock, had to Brock, be in there. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy had nine. Played nine games actually. Nine games. Yeah, he played nine games. Okay. Yeah. So um, I, mean, I have to say, Chris Olave. Chris Olave has to be in those that voting as well, right? Uh, not to not according to this because they only they only give him the top three. Top three. Uh, I imagine Chris Olave was in the voting because yes, he did have an excellent rookie season. Uh, a little bit up and down, but yeah, he did a fantastic season. And and, and with and with Chris Olave, it's like with the Saints, man, they were just like, let's let's run, let's just just run fast, run fast, and we're gonna throw it deep. Yeah, Chris Olave had seventy two receptions, a thousand yards, and four touchdowns. Almost very similar to his. Old Ohio State teammate and Garrett Garrett Wilson, very similar, very similar. So um, yeah, man, he's got to be definitely in the top five of voting. But yeah, we got some good rookies. We had some good yeah. rookies this year. Uh, we I had some good rookies on the defensive side of the ball too. I mean, Sauce Gardner ends up taking a home offensive rookie, defensive rookie of the year. Um, you know, he beat out Aiden Hutchinson and Tariq Wollin, uh, rounded up the top three when it comes to voting. Um, Sus Gardner was awesome from the jump, uh, 51 tackles. He only had two picks, but he really got, didn't get thrown at a whole lot um, because of how good he was this season. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a guy that was excellent this season. Yes, he's a shutdown corner. He, he took he took it upon himself to, to go against, I mean, the, the, the one game where, I mean, where they played the Packers, uh, I'll just, for example, he shut, he shut down one side of the field. I mean, he was literally that good. Um, so yeah, I got to give Sauce Gardner all the credit in the world. He literally as advertised coming in from Cincinnati. Um, he was, you know, one of the best, he was probably the best corner in college football last year. He translates, you know, what he brought to the table there. Long arms can really press on you, play well in zone, play well on man. He's got, he's athletic, he's physical, nice at the point of attack. Love Sauce Gardner. When I look at Aiden Hutchinson, Sky's the limit for him. He had how many sacks, David? Eight and a half? Uh, I will get that number. Just give me a second. Something like that around that. Aiden Hutchinson had some how Aiden Hutchinson had some crazy good plays. What was the one play? Aiden um, Hutchinson had nine and a half sacks, uh, three interceptions. Three interceptions. There you go. That crazy interception he had on Aaron Rodgers during this season. In the the red zone? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, he had a couple of pick, pick interceptions like that. Yeah, Aiden Hutchinson was awesome this season, tied for 20th in sacks. Uh, he had the one half. against the Bears, yeah, where yeah. I don't even know what was going on. Well, he was he was like way back there. He was like doing like a Jose Alvarado kind of thing, yeah. right? Where he was kind of like <laughs> hiding disguised in the zone, and then he just like picked off um, uh, Justin Fields. So, um, yeah, Aiden Hutchinson was amazing. Uh, three interceptions, nine and a half sacks. He's well deserving as well. Who's the other guy? You said Tariq Woolen. Uh, Tariq Woolen, uh, who had six interceptions this season, he had tied for the most in the National Football League. Uh, past deflections, he had tied for fourth with 16, um, 46 tackles. The guy was just awesome as a fifth round pick uh, for the Seattle Seahawks. That's drafting well for sure. Yeah. Oh, they're drafting extremely well. Yeah. He's one of those. He's one of the impact rookies that 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 started this year for um, Pete Carroll. So yeah, the sky's the limit for that kid too. But yeah, Sauce Gardner, amazing choice. I can't I can't say nothing else about it, man. He's he's gonna right. be he's gonna be a great great shutdown corner for you know ten years. Yeah, he's, he's he's in that Darrell Rivas mold. Well, I hate to put that kind of expectations on him, but I think he's I think he's oh we gotta put it we gotta put it on him we gotta put it on him David yeah, we got yeah. to we got yeah, to. 
Moving on from there, let's talk about comeback player of the year, Geno Smith. Um, you know, they didn't, he called, but nobody called back. Uh, big time season for Geno Smith. No, they wrote him off, and he didn't write yeah. back. There you go. There, there you go. go. Uh, 4,200 yards, 30 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Took a Seattle Seahawks team that most of us considered to be the worst team in the NFL to the playoffs. Uh, that accomplishment alone should be worth winning this award. Uh, but this is a guy everybody wrote off. The guy, nobody gave him an opportunity. Now he's probably going to get paid this offseason, uh, somewhere around $30 million this offseason. He's going to make him, um, you know, so Chris McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley uh, were second and third uh, when it comes to this. Wow. Both of those guys had good seasons, and especially Saquon Barkley, they really bounced back from which was a injury-riddled uh, couple seasons for him um, to basically get the Giants into the playoffs. Yeah, man, no, Saquon Barkley, he was he was in my MVP com- conversation for like half the year. Um, I kept I kept screaming that all year, um, and then Christian McCaffrey, you know, definitely once he you know got traded to San Francisco, he was lights I mean, out. Even, 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 he was like even before, even before that, he was good. Yeah. Even before that, he was putting up numbers. Uh, Carolina. Chris McCaffrey, the only guy that was Chris McCaffrey, eleven hundred yards rushing, eight touchdowns. Uh, let me see what his rushing numbers were, real quick. Uh, hold on. And then Saquon Barkley on the other side, uh, thirteen hundred yards rushing for him. Mm. Yeah, he's down to my. See, this is what I'm going to say about Geno. Had led the league in completion percentage. Um, he was literally, he was lights. Nobody expected Gino to play this well for the Seattle Seahawks. He is one of the main reasons why they even made it to the playoffs. I mean, week he's after dull, week, he's he, the, gave, he's the, he is the reason. Let's be real. He is the reason. Week after week, he gave Seattle a chance to win. Nobody expected these guys to even do anything. They thought they were going to die. They are going to be in the bottom of the West. They weren't going to make the playoffs. They are going to be... Uh, getting a top five pick in the next in the NFL draft, and none of that happened. Geno Smith propelled them into the playoffs, um, and he, he was accurate as all hell. He was throwing dimes all over the field, had poise, became a leader for that team. Um, and I mean, going from like a bench player being on his what is this his third, fourth team, third team, third team. Uh, I think this is his third team, but uh, so yeah, he played. Actually, this is his fourth team. Uh, fourth team. Yeah, because he played for the Jets. Obviously, he was drafted there. He played one season with the Giants. Somehow, he played one season with the with the Chargers that I absolutely do not remember. He was out of the league for an entire season. Um, then this is his third season in Seattle. That is that is incredible. That is incredible. So, um, and then I I mentioned Jared Goff. You know, you know, should have got come. I mean, when I look at Jared Goff, I mean. The, Rightfully so, those other three guys probably ahead of him, right? Because of injuries yeah. and yeah. and Geno Smith out of this lot of league and comes back. But what Jared Goff did, you know, to turn his season around, like you know, in to, he got traded last year, right? And then you know this year he just has an incredible year for the Detroit Lions. I'm talking about they're like they they didn't they couldn't control their destiny because you know they got knocked out the playoffs before that Green Bay game. But they did everything they could to make the playoffs. And, like, Jared Goff had one of the best years of his career in Detroit. 
Yeah, without, so, without, without a doubt. I mean, Jared Goff, I mean, 4,400 yards, the second most or third most uh, of, of his career. He had two seasons in Los Angeles where he played better than this. Um, but he threw for, I mean, this is the least amount of interceptions he's thrown since he was a rookie uh, with only seven picks, 29, uh, 29 touchdowns. Uh, the dude was just super efficient too. Uh, 65% completion percentage. That's his, his third highest in his career as well. Um, his numbers from Detroit from year one and year two, uh, 1,200 more passing yards for Jared Goff between <laughs> last season and this season, 10 more touchdowns, one less interception. Uh, Jared Goff balled out this season, that's for sure. Balled out, balled out. And a lot of people were saying that, you know, you know, Detroit should go get a quarterback. And they, you know, a lot of people are still saying Detroit should go get a quarterback because, you know, they, they may think this is a poopy year for Jared Goff. But I think he definitely bounced back from that first year in Detroit. Um, but he just didn't, he didn't have those, those injuries. Uh, I guess, I don't know what the, um, you know, curriculum is for the, uh, not curriculum, but um, what the criteria is for this award. Do you have to be injured? Do you have to be out of the league? Do you have to be on the bench? Do you, have to, you know I what gotta, I mean? I got I, I to ask you, nobody knows. <laughs> nobody knows what the criteria is for this. So whatever, I'm going to give Jared Goff a shout out on that one. So whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Uh, to the final award, Coach of the Year goes to Brian Dayball. Uh, he took over a New York Giants team that had lost at least 10 games in each of the last five seasons and brought them to the playoffs. Um, he brought it to a roster that really had no depth at the wide receiver position. Saquon Barkley carried them. Daniel Jones really took a step up. This defense isn't all that talented, and still they managed to play good defense. Um Brian Dayball, super deserving of this particular award. He Brian Day, yeah, Brian Dayball. If he didn't win this award, I would have been like, man, well, I don't know what the hell. You know, there's another one that's deserving, deserving of this award. Um, yeah. Doug Peterson. Yeah, Doug Peterson would finish third uh, when it comes to Coach of the Year. Kyle Shanahan was second uh, as he guided the San Francisco 49ers all the way to the NFC Championship game. Three different quarterbacks that played significant minutes for him uh, this season. Yeah, three. Well, you know, Trey Lance was done after the first game. Uh, and then Jimmy, it was the second game, second game. Sorry about that. And then, you know, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo played well for him. And then, you know, here comes Brock Purdy. Nobody expected Mr. Irrelevant to play yeah. as good as he did. Right. So, yeah, Kyle Shanahan is another one well deserving. Um, but, I, you know, if I had to switch, I would actually put, I mean, Doug Peterson, I'd put him at number two. I mean, I don't, I, would, I, don't, I, would, think, I, would, I don't, I would make that decision too. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think people don't give him like he, number three should be, you know, have way more. Um, um, he should, you know, be praised a little bit more than that because, you know, nobody expected Jacksonville to even make the playoffs this year. Uh, I don't. I, I don't think I mean, any. I mean, you can make the same argument though for the for the Giants. I mean, but yeah, the Jacksonville. I nobody had them making the playoffs. I thought they'd be better this season, but I for sure didn't make them have them making the playoffs. No, uh, they they benefit from the fact that they play in the worst division in the NFL. Yes, yes, that, that, and that <laughs> they, is, they, there they you just, go. They just do. Like for they, real. Yeah, they, they do. They do play in the worst division in the NFL. I'll give you that. You know, they got to play the Texas twice, two dubs. They play the Colts, who are in shambles, and yeah. the Tennessee Titans, who uh, after Ryan Tannehill went down, and even before he kind of went down, you yeah, know, they, they, were, were, they were struggling they, a little bit too. They were struggling uh, yeah, a little bit in the past. But Brian Dayball, the fact that that turnaround for that Giants team, without adding of like they didn't really add anything that like you expect to make make a big trade, add a player that kind of changes the landscape of that team. That that, that trade never happened and never occurred. Uh, yeah, this was a hell of a coaching job by Brian Dayball. Hell, hell of a coaching job, and he actually, I mean. He turned like Daniel Jones, you know, looked like a, he looked really good this year. Um, yeah. He lowered his interceptions. He 
you know, um, he looked, you know, lowered his mistakes. You know, um, he, he looked poised this year. Um, he looked, you know, well coached this year. It didn't look like he was just kind of out there, just kind of willy nilly making plays and, 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 and not, you know, doing anything with him. He made plays in clutch situations. And that's all I got to give that to, you know, Brian Dayball, you know, uh, for the job that, you know, he's, he's worked with Josh Allen and, and, you know, from previous years there in, um, in Buffalo. So, you can make the argument, Josh Allen, Josh Allen's regression from, from one, from one season to the next is all you need to know about how good, a, how good a coach Brian, Day, Brian Dayball is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up because yes, he did regress and, and Brian Dayball is, 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 is a guy that was, you know, you know, should be, you know, in there when he, when it's called for his success, you know, from the years previous. So, um, but yeah, I, I have to say this, man, um, Brian Dayball, one thing I did like though, is that, man, he's a bulldog out there. Yeah, I mean, he, yep. I mean, his, this, his teams, that, that, that New York Giants team will jump through the wolf, will run through a wall for that guy. Because I, I see Brian lot, Dayball. It's, it's a lot to do with like the Gan. Dan Campbell mindset. Like Dan Campbell has players that Man. play hard for him because he, they know that this coach is going to go by, bad for them, and they're willing to play hard for him. Exactly, exactly, and that, and that, and that is, and that is like why you know that the, for that you know he's you know responsible for that turnaround because he changed the whole culture in that locker room for the New York right. Giants, and 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 those players will run through a wall for Brian Dayball. I love that coach, man. He's a bulldog. I think he's going to get the New York Giants, you know, pretty far uh, if they add a few more pieces. Uh, but they they got they're in the right direction there in New York. Brian Dayball, congratulations, man! Yeah, awesome, awesome season for the New York Giants. Uh, a little, a couple of lesser awards, real quick, before we get up out of here. Uh, assistant coach of the year went to D'Amico Ryan's for the San Francisco 49ers. Um, the moment of the year went to Justin Jefferson and that one-handed catch against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the FedEx Aaron Ground Players of the Year went to Joe Burrow and Josh Jacobs. Uh, salute to service went to Commanders head coach Ron Rivera. Okay. Uh, the Selly of the Year, I, I don't know what the Bud Light Selly of the Year is. Oh, Celebration of the Year, duh. Uh, goes to the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, what is it? What the hell? I, I, I have to, I'll have to look at that celebration because that's that's a weird one right there. Um, uh, I know it, the players. It, it, it looks like they're going on a roller coaster. It's a defensive, <laughs> yeah, it's a defensive celebration. It's interesting. Uh, the NFL <laughs> Fan of the Year went to Seahawks fan Larry Bevins. Mm. And uh, Deacon Jones sack leader award goes to 49ers Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. So. Um, uh, player of the year was it? Um, uh, NFL. I saw NFL moment of the year went to Justin Jefferson. That one can't that catch yeah. uh, that we talked about yeah, uh, from the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Angry. They have an angry run of the year went to Damian Pierce. Oh, okay. That which I I don't know which uh, what for what one what one he did there. Um. I don't know which one that is. And then uh, who was the uh, Walter Man, uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award once a Dak Prescott? Yeah. Yeah. Good job, guys. Good job, guys. Yeah. Good job yeah. for winning well, those let awards. Us, let us know down in the comments section what you thought about this year's NFL awards. Uh, if you thought the right guys won the right awards, um, because that's a big part of the National Football League. Uh, we're going to be getting into, swinging into our offseason coverage tomorrow. Uh, I can't remember what division we're going to be doing, but uh, that's what we're going to be doing tomorrow. Uh, we'll try to bang out every single team's offseason preview before the NFL draft. Uh, Sprinkle in some NFL draft stuff and some uh, next week 
Uh, we're going to do a show where we talk about just kind of the moments in the NFL, the most disappointing team, uh, most disappointing player surprise, that kind of stuff. Uh, so keep an eye out for that content. Uh, I've been David Huffman right there as the CEO of Prime Sports World, Mr. Israel Rivera. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. And if you do happen to miss us live, you can catch us on a myriad of streaming platforms, uh, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. That link is right there into the comment section on all of the streaming places where we are, uh, YouTube, Facebook, and on Twitch. Um, I usually switch Twitch and uh, uh, Twitter uh, to switch them up every single day. Um, so whatever show we happen to be on that particular day. Um, but yeah, all of you have a ha- very happy Valentine's Day from everybody here at Prime Sports World. Uh, oh, is hey, David, I'm sorry. Speaking of Valentine's Day, did you see the Valentine's Day um, uh, tweet that uh, Juju put out uh, for, uh, I think, was it a, uh, for CJ uh, Gardner-Johnson? I have not seen it. <laughs> You have not seen it? Oh, you have to see it, ladies and gentlemen. He posted, oh, I wish, I wish, uh, something about, I wish I, um, you, if you could get a hug like this or something like that. Oh, no. Somebody, oh, he said, um, you wish you got a, um, you know, somebody to hold you like this. And it was like a Valentine's Day cutout with, um, with, uh, uh, uh CJ Gardner Johnson's picture there. And then, uh, like, uh, getting word got around, obviously, because it's Twitter. And AJ Brown kind of went, went in on him. So, uh yeah, I, I didn't know that you didn't see that, but that that was funny. That was funny. Uh, uh, so this is this is it right here. Yeah. Oh, is everybody? Oh, yo, you got. <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious, man. It was hilarious. Oh, he's pulling it up. Yeah, it was. Uh, I'll hold you when it matters the most. <laughs> that is that is a one stuff by Juju. That is a one trolling yeah. by Juju. And uh, and AJ Brown did not like that, so uh, uh, I, I can't imagine why. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 yes, ladies and gentlemen, on this Valentine's Day, remember Juju had his troll game on a thousand yeah. for the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> yeah, hundred uh, percent. We'll be back on tomorrow. You guys all have a good night. Stay safe, brother. And what we do hit the prime, my friend. We bring oh, the God. heat, ladies and gentlemen. Bring ging the heat. Twenty four seven. Babies, uh, we'll be back here tomorrow. Y'all have a good night. I'll see you later. Peace out.